the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. Welcome again to Bobberty Live and the Don Crow Show. Let me uh, let me get into this story. It took a long time to lay the foundation. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff going on in contemporary Christian music. There's a lot of really bad stuff. Shallow, shallow, fleshly, carnal. But there's a lot of good stuff as well. And... It would be easy for me on the outside, criticizing what's going on on the inside, but it's it's much more effective for someone on the inside. Uh, at the Dove Awards the other evening, that is the big night for gospel music, the uh, Dove Award, the Dove Awards. Uh, serious problems. A uh, a Christian artist, male, went in a dress. A Christian drag queen went, and almost no one said anything. It was just, well, we don't, we don't want to be unloving. We we don't want to, we don't want to be judgmental. There is so much of that. Well, we don't, we don't want to say anything. Well, John Cooper of Skillet is saying something, and good for him. He is responding to this thing of it's not loving to call out people who are living in sin. Let me read. It is very, very, very rare for me to read a lengthy quote on the program. But this deserves the attention. Here is what he says. This, again, is John Cooper of Skillet. Like I said, I'm not a fan of the Christian rock groups, but I'm a fan of this guy. Here's what he said. You've precisely hit the nail on the head, but from the wrong perspective. We agree that love for Christ and for others should be what drives us. The question is, what does it mean to love Christ and to love others? You describe love as libertarian tolerance and unwillingness to call out evil against God's people, and that it's impolite or off-point to warn the sheep that the wolves are coming for them, and to treat compromise in the church as if sin is a subjective standard. Sincere question. Were Christians not acting like Jesus when they spoke against slavery or stood for civil rights? Was Bonhoeffer a judgmental Pharisee when he was warning the church against Hitler? More sincere questions. If people attended the doves dressed in KKK hoods, would love for Christ and being about the Father's business demand silence from Christian artists? After all, God is the judge, not us, right? 
What's a little racism in our midst? So, will you support folks attending in blackface? What if a section of CCM artists began promoting shout your abortion and praising the killing of the unborn as an act of love? Does Jesus respond to that? Or does he just love people so much that he stays silent about calling good evil and evil good? What if folks came to the doves promoting segregation between blacks and whites, or promoting the end of laws that bar minors from entering into consensual consensual sexual relationships with adults? Spoiler alert, there's no way that you or the other folks in the industry would stay silent if those things happened at the doves. You need to ask yourself, why would I be more bothered by racism than sexual immorality? Your take on what it means to love Christ and others is sentimental, not biblical. The church is to be salt. Salt purifies, and sometimes it stings in a festering society. We are light. Light shines in darkness, and you're suggesting that we can't truly know what darkness is? Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them, says Ephesians 5.11. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. 1 John 1.6. Webb and company are attacking Christ and the church at our most vulnerable spot, the children. And you're half defending it? But whoever causes one of these little ones who believes in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a great millstone fastened around his neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Matthew 18.6 The entire Old Testament is God calling his people to stop sinning, to purify themselves, to obey his commands. When they obey, they're blessed. When they don't, God brings judgment. Jesus repeats that message. If you love me, you will keep my commandments, John 14, 15. As if this wasn't enough, God gives us a sobering warning that bears mentioning at this very moment. For those with ears to hear, listen. But I have this against you that you tolerate that woman, Jezebel, who calls herself a prophetess and is teaching and seducing my servants to practice sexual immorality and to eat food sacrificed to idols, Revelation 2.20. I beg you to reconsider what it means to love Christ and to feed his sheep, to tolerate evil to relativize sexual immorality and make the gospel nothing more than treating people nicely, that ain't it. That is a fake gospel. And it is a gospel that is ineffectual to save treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness but denying its power. Avoid such people. 2 Timothy 3, 4-5. The gospel is the power of God for salvation, not moral relativism. End quote. What he's doing, he's, originally, right after the doves, he spoke out against this man dressing as a woman 
and the the so-called Christian drag queen. He spoke out against it pretty mildly. And he was condemned by many in the contemporary Christian music industry. He was accused of being intolerant, unloving, being judgmental. Who are you to judge, they said. And so this was his response. The sad thing is, almost no one else made comments. Almost none of the other artists spoke out. Here we have blatant sexual sin and a perversion of God's guide for sexuality blatantly coming to the Dove Awards and flaunting it. And no one wants to speak out because no one wants to seem to be judgmental? Um, I applaud John Cooper. I'll have to, I'll have to listen to some of his music. Like I said, I don't know that I've ever heard a skillet song. I'll have to check it out. Who knows? Maybe I'll like it. But even if I don't like his style of music, just from a preference standpoint, I got to give credit where credit is due, and this guy's got guts. He has Christian courage. He is being condemned, criticized heavily for speaking out against this at the Dove Awards. I hope he's getting a lot of support as well, and I hope it will give other Christian musicians courage to stand up, speak out, and expose evil. Yes, we must do it with Christ-like love, but we must do it. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. All right, let me switch gears completely here. Uh, by the way, again, welcome to Bob Bernie Live and the Don Crow Show. My telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Uh, I'm not a prophet, nor the son of a prophet. Um, Sometimes I'm really bad at making predictions. That's why I try not to make too many predictions. But every once in a while, I'm right. And on this, I I was right. When this whole COVID thing began, not long after it began, my common sense kicked in, and I began looking at the statements being made by the authorities here in Ohio and nationwide. And I began to realize they were changing their story like every, not maybe not every other day, but every other week. The whole story changed as to what we needed to do, what we had to do, how long this thing was going to last you know, 15 days to uh, flatten the curve. I don't know whether you had that 
in the Washington, D.C. area. We had it here in Ohio. Just 15 days, and we'll flatten the curve. Remember that? And we had all the charts and the diagrams that came out, the Ohio Department of Health. Here was this curve, and it was up and down. In 15 days, we can flatten the curve. Ah, none of that was true. Uh, what we were told about the vaccines, we were told by all of the experts, you got to get the vaccine because if you get the vaccine, you will not get COVID. Remember that? We were told that. You get the vaccine, you will not get COVID. Well, that wasn't true. And then it was, well, uh, if you get the vaccine, you uh, you yeah you might get the you might get COVID, but it'll be more it'll be mild, and you can't pass it on to others. If you get the vaccine, if you don't get the vaccine, you're going to kill grandma. Remember that? That's what they said. If you don't get the vaccine, you can't go into the nursing home because you'll kill grandma. But if you get the vaccine, you can't pass on the uh, COVID. Well, then we found out that people who had gotten the jab were more likely to pass it on. But it'll be in a more mild form. And I could go on and on and on and on about the things that we were told. And I, I very quickly came to the conclusion, most of what we were told and are continuing to be told was not true. Now, I have never made the accusation that it was intentional, that people behind closed doors just wanted a whole bunch of people to die, and so they gave out false information. I've never said that. I think they were just completely ignorant. Everybody was screaming, do something, do something, do something. And so the experts did something. They had no idea what they were doing. They were making up the rules while they went. So I've never, I have never said that any of it was intentional, but most of it was false. And a lot of it was dangerous. When they began telling, suggesting that children should get the COVID-19 vaccine, that's when my common sense really kicked in, because I began looking at the statistics. And it was obvious to anybody with half a brain that children were not susceptible to COVID except in rare cases. If their immune system was compromised by some disease or whatever, but a healthy child was not in danger with COVID. They never were. Children were not dying from COVID. Unless, I guess, again, they had some uh, form of disease that compromised their immune system. But regular healthy kids... Why would anybody give their children the COVID shot when all of the facts, all of these statistics indicated they don't need it? And we don't know about long-term effects. The COVID shots are still experimental. We didn't know what the long-term effects would be. Well, now we're beginning to find out. Here's a headline, and i got to go through this quickly. FDA, federal agency, FDA finds signal for seizures among COVID-19 vaccinated toddlers. Quote, 
A safety signal of seizures for young children following COVID-19 vaccination has been detected by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Now, what is a signal? I didn't know what they meant, so I had to do a little checking. Quote, a safety signal is a sign that a health condition may be caused by vaccination, but further research is required to verify a link. Here's the bottom line. The FDA has determined there is an abnormal disproportionate number of children having seizures after the COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, Is there a direct link? Well, according to the FDA, further research is required. They are not yet willing to say there is a link between kids who get COVID-19 vaccine and seizures, but what they are saying and what they are admitting is It sure looks like it. It sure looks like it. Quote, researchers looked at 15 health conditions following vaccination, entered into the commercial databases, compared rates among children aged 6 months old to 17 years old to background rates, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Overall, 72 cases of seizures convulsions were recorded within seven days of a shot among toddlers and other young children. Most others happened within three days of a shot. The signal for seizures convulsions for the young children has not been previously reported for this age group. They're just... And here's here's the the sad thing. They're just now beginning to study... Seizures and convulsions connected to the COVID-19 vaccines for small children. And what they are finding is very, very disturbing. Have they made a connection yet? No. And again, more research is required. Um... It may take a while, but there are going to be thousands of lawsuits when all of this dies down. Um, Thousands of lawsuits. All right, we'll be back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.